your back yeah <laughs> i moved, moved house because the last episode i didn't know where i was moving to <laughs> but it was a really good one <laughs> i found a house guys i moved it was such a tedious oh my god it was like the worst process ever like looking for a house in melbourne is not a joke it is not a joke and my guest knows it okay should probably introduce you now yeah so, <laughs> Because I'm just um, talking in the background. Okay. Yeah, so today I have in studio one of my really good friends. Oh. She's really, she's amazing. She's beautiful. Oh. She's blushing. <laughs> oh, but I'm like blushing too much. <laughs> but in all honesty, she's amazing. She's a good person. Mm, Daisy. <laughs> she's a good person. <laughs> what kind of intro is this? Okay, let's do this again. Okay. My next guest today <laughs> is... I'm being serious now. She's one of my really close friends in Melbourne, and we met here. She's amazing. She's beautiful. She does amazing stuff. Really? Yeah, and I enjoy being around her. Oh. And I her name you. is. <laughs> her name is Leah. Hi guys, it's Leanne, Daisy's friend. As you've heard, I'm very cool. Yeah, she's pretty cool. Yeah. Even though sometimes she doesn't sound like it. <laughs> Really? Check oh it, check it, check it. Guy, guy, guy. You see how you can, you can turn around someone's self-esteem so quickly. Just anyway. kidding. Um, yeah. yeah, I have Leanne in studio today. So, as usual, this is going to be super chill. Um, we're just going to talk about stuff. So, when I was reflecting, when I, was, I, I listen to all my podcasts. Yeah, mm-hmm. I do. Because I edit them myself. Mm. Um, and also listen back. So, I've been listening to like the previous episodes and I'm like, wow, we talked about a lot of stuff. But I just wanted to have, because um, I realized a lot of the people who are here were also creatives. I didn't want to close it off to other people yeah. who are not necessarily creative, but I really like being around and having conversations with. So it's going to be something similar, but not necessarily for creative people. It can be for anyone else, if that makes sense. Yeah, so let's talk about, let's actually start talking about house, housing in Melbourne. Since oh, yeah. This is a like situation we've been in, mm, you know, mm. it's a hassle. <laughs> <laughs> so in comparison to Kenya, mm. okay, so we both, we both moved here. We'd never lived outside of home. Yeah. Um, we're both students. Actually, tell us about yourself. Sujimana, I'm talking for you. Um, so yeah, I'm a student at Melbourne Uni doing a course that I think I don't like. You can you can be honest. <laughs> yeah, I don't like my course, but anyway, I have to finish it first before I can actually move on to something that I want to do. And yeah, moving to Melbourne has just been crazy. When I first got here, I'm going to talk about accommodation because that was that was like very hard for me. Yeah, we did it. We did like a last minute thing. I applied through this agent called uh, is it called Koala? Did you use Koala coming here? No. 
okay, this agency is called Koala, and there's this lady who was helping me with my application. Her name was Juliet, and Juliet applied for accommodation for me, mm-hmm. and she's like, I know this really, this really good accommodation like ar- around Melbourne, and she's like, yeah, this is going to be good and perfect for you. Even the price is going to be great for you. I've sent students here, and they've really liked it. They've enjoyed it. Daisy. <laughs> I got to Melbourne and I was like, what? So this place looks like a dorm. Like it's, it's, it's like a, what are they called? The YHAs? It's like a, it's like a host, a hostel. Oh yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. So you have like a shared uh, common room, kitchen and bathroom. But the thing is people living in this flat were so dirty. There was a night I was sleeping in my bed and a rat Guy. jumped on my bed like can you imagine how long was your lease it was it was it was like six months what? and then since i was new to this place i just didn't know you could just break a lease i didn't even know how to go about yeah. this shit because uh um, judith judith juliet <laughs> juliet had done this for me i actually didn't know and, and then the thing was i didn't know anyone yeah. Yeah. So I also didn't know you, obviously. I came. I even came after you. Yeah. Really? When did you come? I came I in came September last, last year. Last year in January, twenty seventeen. Yeah. No. Daisy. No. No. <laughs> no. It can't, can't. Really? You came in twenty sixteen. I've always thought you've been here longer. When did you come? Twenty sixteen. Oh, September. Yeah. yeah. You came what? in January twenty seventeen. Yeah. Come mm-hmm. you came with Akina William. Okay, I, yeah, I don't I know why. Did Steph also come? She came in, yeah, she came in Feb. Oh. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah, but, the yeah, same, same, time. At the same time. Oh, crap. Okay, me, I've always thought you've been here longer. <laughs> Shame I on don't you. know why. <laughs> hey, it's just enough to scare me. Yeah, Jeff. Like, yeah, <laughs> please. Can't, can't touch me. As if. Yeah. But, yeah, that's one thing I also, because, like, when us guys are looking for a house, <sighs> you have to sign um, leases. First of all, you're looking for a house, you like a house, you're mm. like, bam, that's a house. That's you go, and then the agent's like, oh, mm. there's 10 other people applying for the same house. And it's like, oh, um, okay. Uh, so you're not guaranteed of getting yeah, the house anyway, yeah. even if you like it. And mm. then I remember I was meant to move out on Tuesday, and then the house we were moving into on Saturday, the lady called us. So we'd found a house. The mm. last episode, you guys didn't, <laughs> I hadn't found a house. So we found a house. It was a good house. And then we were meant to move in on Sunday. Yeah. Saturday, the lady calls and she's like, hey, something came up. You guys can move in. Yeah. Now, she could do that because we were meant to sign the lease on, Satur- yeah. on, sa- on Saturday. Yeah. I mean, on Sunday, mm. the day. Because we couldn't find a time to meet um, both of us at the same time. Mm. So we decided that we'll sign the lease just before we move in. Like, yeah. sign the lease and then move in. Now, Saturday evening, I'm meant to move out. <laughs> we're, we're moving tomorrow. I'm meant to move out of my house by Tuesday. I just sat down. I started laughing. Because <laughs> 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 this situation was so messed up. It was funny. Yeah. <laughs> And then, like, a few minutes later, my mom calls me. So, we are we are we are we are Now, I'm telling her this story. And then, somewhere in between, she tells me how she's been sick. And I'm like, wait, 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 took somewhere, you are sick. Yeah. Now, I'm like, oh, I'm stressing her. Because even her, she knows I need to move out by Tuesday. Mm. Now, my housemate wasn't that mean until, like, oh, you have to be out of Tuesday. 
but she'd given the lease to the to to the agent, so I had to move out either way because someone yeah. else was moving in. in yeah. So what I decided to do is I called up a few friends. I'm like, yo, I'm gonna leave my bed in your house. <laughs> you, I'm gonna leave my boxes in your house. And then I called Steph. I'm like, yeah, girl, um, I'm sleeping on your floor or something. Like I had to think really quick on my feet. Yeah. But like that whole process, what what made it even worse is we had found the perfect house, and then. Yanni, that lease. If we had just signed the lease on like on Friday, the, yeah. she couldn't have done that. And she didn't give us an explanation either. Yeah. And she doesn't owe us any because now we yeah. hadn't signed the lease. And she was like, oh, I'm so sorry. Like, I knew she was genuinely sorry. At least she's a good actor she, if yeah. she wasn't. <laughs> but she sounded genuinely sorry. And I was just like, fuck. Like, why does this happen? Also, this same time at uni, it's like all the uni deadlines work. are due. Yeah. And like, I had to miss. So. I decided with my friend and you Monday we're gonna go to the agents and like suss this out it, yeah. and see what we can get. Everyone we went to is like, oh, we usually don't do inspections on Monday because we are finalizing the yeah. um, applications that were done on Saturday because all yeah. all inspections are done on Saturday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. most of them. Where as in I was so stressed as in again <laughs> it was funny we were just <laughs> laughing at laughing, ourselves and yeah. it's like ha 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 ha. Um, went back home Monday, and then there's this page called Fairy Floss and Facebook. Yeah, yeah, I think I'm also. So remember. I went to suss it out because I'm like, eh, <laughs> me, I need to move. At least in your past, her family place. But she'd offered, she's like, hey, you can just come stay with us. Perspective she leaves. Um, someone's trying to open the door. Who are you? Oh, sorry. Hi. You're just doing a recording. Yes, oh, we are. Sorry. All right, I'll shut the door. Oh, good. Hmm? Tell them to. <laughs> No, first of all, I've locked the door. He opened it. Okay. And he's just continuing. It's like, fine. Sorry, sorry guys. Anyway. anyway. Yeah. <laughs> oh, so she lives like an hour. She lives in Melton, which is like yeah. an hour and a few Milton minutes. Yeah. It's, it's quite far. Um, Yeah, it's quite far. So, but anyway, beggars are not choosers. At this mm. point, I was like, yeah, cool. Like, if I don't get a house, yeah. mm, I might as well. So, that Monday, I, I had gotten very fast on, sun, on Sunday, and then this guy's messaged me on Monday. Like, I had, I was coming, because I missed my first class in mm. the morning, but I, I, I emailed my lecture. I'm like, yeah, I need to sort myself out a bit. So, I came from my afternoon class. Um, they messaged me. They're like, hey, um, come come check the place if you're still interested. I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I went, met them, don't know these people. They were so lovely. We kind of got along, and I'm like, wow. wow. First of all, I'm not the greatest person with, having like keeping conversations but then it was just so easy with these guys and they're like oh uh there's one more person coming to see the house we'll let you know at the end of the day and then i was joking with them i'm like oh can i even move out can i move in tomorrow and they're like yeah sure why not what and then i went back home by the time i got home like 10 15 minutes after i got home they called me and they're like hey daisy um we got along really well we'd like you to move in Mm. with us i was like what what Yay. What the hell? <laughs> like <laughs> I was so happy. I'm like, Yanni, if these guys didn't call me, I would be homeless. homeless. <laughs> As in, you know, it's actually like a, a thing. <laughs> That's when I when I came here is when I realized I can actually be homeless. Cause it even me, like easy. yeah, moving out and if you haven't found a place, mm. it's like it's either you're living in your friends' houses. Am I, you're just going to, I don't know, float somewhere. That's the thing. And also, because on Aja, when I was moving, first of all, I didn't realize I had this much stuff until it was time to move. <laughs> and it's like, because in my head, I was like, yeah, if I don't find a house, I'll just like move around my friend's house with yeah. my suitcase. Hey, I'm seeing boxes. 
and you're just like I'm like one box how for did shoes. I as in, it's like eh, all my clothes are my suitcase. Like any, I still have so much stuff. Yeah, and also a lot of your friends are students, so it's not that they they have big homes. Yeah, even Steph City, she has a big house. I was going to sleep to G. Her bed is because a single bed. G Ameza. <laughs> so. <laughs> It's either you sleep on the floor, and also it, like I I feel really uncomfortable living in other people's spaces. Yeah, like true. I know, like a few mm. of my friends were like, "Hey, you can come live with us." Like it was such a good gesture, and mm. like I knew I wouldn't be homeless. But that is just because I have good friends, mm. and like they were willing to house me. Mm. But I still didn't have a home for myself. As in, you know, as in <laughs> yeah. I was still homeless in a way. Yeah, and it's true. It's so easy to be homeless because imagine. That one day, That's I just needed one, one day, yeah. and it's not like you have money. You can be homeless you and you have money. <laughs> yeah, City, I'm rich or anything, but like I had but money to pay just, rent. Yeah. But there's nowhere to move to, to. Move to, and the procedures they have here, it's it's just like yeah. so many steps to actually get there. Get to like there. actually get a lease. Hey, it's not easy. Well, my friends. Um, <laughs> so the moral of the story is, make sure anything you have a house. can happen. Yeah. As in, you never know, yeah. and actually. You know, I've been speaking to a few homeless people and just, this was way before I became homeless also. But like, having conversation with them and hearing how they actually yeah, became sure. homeless. Like, yeah. people run away from home because there's drugs in their family and they want to be away from those drugs. So they run to the streets. Other people, there's like, people are being violent at home and there's people are being beaten. They don't want to be around those people. Um, so people who are homeless, not all of them are junkies. Mm. Like they have stories and the stories are actually interesting. You should pay attention. Now, you see, God, thank God I wasn't homeless. You but homeless. if I was homeless, I'd be asking I'd you be like, hey, how you got homeless. You know, um, I had to move out of my house. <laughs> I couldn't get at least to sign into a new house. Like, it's so simple Yeah, to be homeless, guys. I guess that's the moral of the story. Hey. But, God, thank God thank I have God, a house yeah. now. Now we're praying for Leanne to get a house. Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> she, she has a house. She's not prayers. homeless. Yeah. <laughs> she just lives far away. Um, Very she far. used to live next to the city. And then but she like, went to Shago. So to Shago. By the way, it's actually Kidogo Shago. <laughs> like, for real. I have never seen anyone. Like, I've never seen any of the neighbors. We just hear the cars coming in and out. But, like, you where don't are the people? Them. Yeah, like, out in the suburbs, you never see people. I don't get to interact with anyone. It's just me in the house, in my bedroom, the kitchen. Meskia. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's it. So we are praying for Leanne to move back mm. to the city because, mm. you know, we used to hang out more. Yeah. We still do. But, like, yeah, she she gets, she gets lives far. She just lives far. Very so far. We, she, we hope she gets a house soon. Um, yeah, yeah, so I think we've updated you on life. <laughs> and that's where we're at. Yeah. Fun things is... I'm almost done with you. I keep on saying this, I think, in this podcast. Almost. Now I'm legit almost done with uni because next trimester is my last trimester. And, and I'm planning my final project, whoop, whoop, whoop. which eventually will be here. Like, I chose this as a platform to put it out here. It's going to be an audio installation, and Leanne is going to feature in it. Um, <laughs> so we're going to do some recordings afterwards. Yeah, cool peeps. <laughs> but I really wanted to share stories of um, home and how... The idea of home is different for everyone. And if we actually, we, we all kind of live in the same spaces, but we really don't know each other's stories in the sense that we, we, we're so blinded, we, we don't know what's happening around us, mm. if that makes sense. And so we do things not thinking about how our actions affect other yeah, people. Yeah. And that leads to so many of our social problems. 
in general like you name it a lot of things stem from that but i guess you have to wait for this project to finish it's gonna come out in june august around july oh. sorry not june july august around that time so keep listening to these other episodes as you wait for that one watch this space watch this space guys <laughs> mm, watch it mm, watch <laughs> it but again also finishing uni means um more time more time to do shenanigans <laughs> yeah it also <laughs> means i have to sort out my visa oh <laughs> <laughs> less than serious stuff um, immigration more, in, in more serious in a serious <laughs> note yeah you, you have to start thinking of immigration you have to start thinking of what you want to do outside After, yeah um yeah and i guess i don't want to say it's growing up because i i feel like i grew up as soon as i started living by myself and (laughs) there's a lot of things that yeah as soon as you find out that plane that's It's like oh sorry you panda alone actually yeah uh when i'm homeless my mom will feel bad for me but she can't there's only too much she can do for me yeah so apani kujipanga um, the Australian audience, just to bear with Sorry. this, yeah, <laughs> with this language, this language. Um, just try and think in in context what <laughs> these words could mean because they just come out. Yeah. Oh, Lian is Kenyan, by the way. Yeah. So, and I speak a lot of Kiswahili. I kind of model up my English and Kiswahili. So sometimes I actually would speak to like Australians in Kiswahili or like with a very strong accent. Yeah. And Ooh, people ask, yeah. yeah, people ask me, "Hey, can you repeat yourself?" And I'm like, "What?" I repeat myself like twice and then I'm like it's okay it's fine it's all right the joke has passed it's we, we, we can do it that yeah. you, you don't have to know what happened it's called swanglish so, yeah, swanglish. so yesterday I was watching this vit- eh, video <laughs> <laughs> oh you my see? gosh that's, that's, this that's is it. how it starts ati japanglish is it japanglish so the Japanese English yeah okay so um this chick was doing a video on um how well people can actually understand people from Japan and is their English actually that good. Mm-hmm. So they they tend to confuse R's and L's and I remember Kikuyu's yes. in Kenya. And I was like, "Hey, you guys come by speaking Japanglish." I'm like, I don't know, Japan Japanglish. I don't know. Japan Japan. Yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah, you yeah. know what we mean. You know what now you see mean. I was almost even speaking in Swahili over there. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Now do you know okay i read about this i don't know you could actually tell me what you think about this mm. so i was reading um this i'm not reading i guess okay so did you hear like Kanye west came back on social yeah. media blah blah and yeah. what he said mm. so you know the melbourne we live in the mm. spaces we've been to like yeah. opera and yeah. stuff we interact with a lot of um activists i guess mm. oh poor black people yeah. um yeah so what do you think <laughs> about it i've had i've had a lot of things yeah i kind of i don't know where he's heading with this because like honestly out of all the people kanye okay kanye has just always been like that Korean person i don't know <laughs> I, don't, I don't know like even kim uh posted a tweet and she's like kanye is always ahead of his time but like mm. can we actually say what he's saying is ahead of our time like is that something that's Ooh. ahead of do you get i don't know how to i get i got you mean yeah, yeah. like but i was like, speaking with someone and they're like oh okay i'm not to be honest when it comes to street pop culture yeah i'm me, not i'm not know. your girl as in, me, i don't know i'm going to la- disappoint <laughs> you so bad <laughs> i'm not even on twitter 
You know on Twitter. Oh, okay, I'm just there to just laugh at. But when it comes to um, I guess when it comes to race issues, I'm gonna get involved in some sort of way. Just cause again, I came to Australia, I became more race conscious. Just cause now I'm the minority, and you just have to look out because. Yeah, you're the minority. Mm. You're always gonna pop up and whatever. So I was having a conversation with someone, and they were telling me what happened, and kind of read through the tweets. Um, and I was just like, you know, it's Kanye again. Yeah. We we just never know with Kanye. Um, and you know how he wore like the, the Trump hat. America great again. This is the same guy who was telling um Bush like he doesn't care for black people, mm. and then the next minute he's CGO. I sympathize, or he 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 wants to have this understanding for yeah. Donald Trump. Yeah. I don't even know why I brought this up because, to be honest, I I don't care that much. Um, <laughs> what? I actually thought this is something that's close to you. <laughs> Not even. I just. I guess I just wanted to hear what, someone else's yeah, perspective. Because when I was having this conversation, I was just like, Kanye surprises me all the time. Like yeah. he'll sell ripped clothes for three hundred dollars, and then Sujee, okay. he's become bankrupt the next minute. He's grown. I think to be honest, what I, what I said is yeah. I think it's I'm I'm hope I don't know if it's if it is. Yeah. But I thought it was a publicity stunt because he has two albums coming out. Mm. He's producing Nas's album and the other album I forgot who I think it's Kid Cudi. I know who that mm. person is. I forgot who it is. But I know there's two oh, albums coming out. And I was like, yo, he suddenly came back on Twitter. He's now talking stuff. We never know what the next thing is gonna be. Maybe the next thing is bam, there's your album. Mm. It's like oh, woo, next week. Let's listen to the album. Like I just never know with Kanye. Anyway, yeah. I, to be honest, I'm not sure why I brought it up. I guess I just wanted to hear another perspective. Yeah. But like yeah, Kanye is just always gonna be himself. And even though he's weird, then I love just, Kanye. Yeah. Mm. And I'm Kanye. Mm. Yeah. He has a whole song called I think it's Kanye. called I Love Kanye. Yeah. I, I actually Bring back like the old Kanye. I like I like actually, that song. Yeah. Bring I back the old it. Kanye. It's fine. We'll progress with you. I don't know. Anyway, moving on to other things. So now, you know how we mentioned, like, in uni? Yeah. Why is, you stu- did you say what you study? She's studying politics. Mm. Um, and Arabic, you guys. Yeah. Oh, yeah. She studies Arabic. Actually, that's kind of how we met. Yeah. Uh, kind of. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay, so you guys, let me tell you this story. <laughs> I was... Okay, obviously, my accommodation was stressing me. Everything's cool. Leanne is new. Being Kenyan, I re this whole thing of being a minority, I had never felt so black in my life until I moved to Melbourne. So I also had that on my on my chest. I was just handling just how I was in public and my representation in public and shit like that. So I'm in my Arabic class, and I'm so stressed. I put my hand up to hold my head because obviously I'm very stressed. <laughs> There's this girl across the room who keeps on staring at me, and I'm like, "Hey, this girl, I don't know. Maybe she's just interested in the way I look, cause I'm just, I'm all out. I will wear big earrings. I'll wear headscarves. Okay, right now I'm wearing a headscarf yeah, and is. two nice earrings. She looks nice. She looks <laughs> oh, very thank nice. You, thank you. So yeah, I was, I, I was, I had a big afro at that time. Oh. <laughs> So, Leanne keeps moving close to the mic, and then it sounds like she's shouting. Yeah. So, yeah, just bear with her. It's, she's never been in a studio before. <laughs> I feel like I'm recording music. <laughs> okay, so, yeah. So, we walk out of my Arabic class, and then this girl just calls me, and she's like, Dad, wow. 
Yani my spirit <laughs> lifted. You know, when you feel like your skeleton has even just left your body, it felt it felt like an out of body experience. Actually, wow. Okay. Real. It just felt so good to me. I paint a card like this and I'm expecting to see someone who's black. Yeah. But I could not locate who that was. <laughs> <laughs> nice. I thought I was dreaming. Then she's like, hey, Dada. And looking, it's actually May. So yeah, you remember May. She was yeah. here like a few episodes ago. Yeah, so yeah. it was May. And I, I swear, it's, it's like one of those things. I feel like I didn't just come across her out of nowhere. Like... Mm-hmm. It was meant to be. Like, you know, those things of God put us together. <laughs> yes. You know how the, the Nokia thing is like, Nokia, connecting people. Yeah. I think it should change to Arabic. May. Oh, and... Connecting and people. Because <laughs> I feel like she's just like, yeah, that, she, that link in between. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, that's how I got to meet Daisy. And Daisy was friends with me. Very yeah. good friends, yeah. Oh, funny story. We met at a club, by the way. Um, so, we'd gone to... You know, remember to Nedobi... What's he called? Nedobi... Oh, previously before. No, it was know. that. It was oh, that time. So, yeah, so I invited May, and she's like, "Yeah." Oh yeah, because when you we were going, I was like, "Oh," because I even asked, I was like, "Oh, do you want to come for this thing?" She's like, "One of my friends from uni, yeah, um, wants to come, but she didn't tell me her friend was Kenyan." Oh. So I was like, "Oh, cool." So we went out, and then when we were there, she was, she saw you. She came and said hi, mm. and then I met um, Kagoya. Um, yeah, yeah, and then. And then so, I met Steph. And then you met and Steph Ruby. and Ruby. Yeah. And then you and William were friends already. Oh, I met William on campus. Yeah, on campus. He was wearing a Kenyan rugby shirt. And I was talking to my mom. I was talking to my mom. And then I saw him passing. I was like, hey, it was you. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, stop. Because <laughs> I, I was just, I just, I wanted to be out there just to meet people like people who i was close to yeah like, and have like some yeah. sort of relationship with who, yeah. i think it's hard like when you live outside you know um i remember when i moved here my mom was like oh do you have friends and I, like this was before i made like many friends and like i had one friend i think i've spoken about this i had a new op she's like my one my one friend that's like i was like uni friends yeah. but i only see like in between of the week um and then during the weekends like chelsea monday mm-hmm. um and my other friend who's like really good friend of mine was living lives like two hours away from the city so yeah. there's no way we're hanging out at you during the weekend yeah. um but there's you always feel first of all when you meet a black person in australia um there's just a it's divine it is divine because <laughs> first of all we are few so <laughs> it's like hey sis Hey, bro. Hey. Like, you don't know this person, but this is legit how you say hi to mm. each other and stuff. And I was telling someone, I was working once, and then these guys were um, visiting Melbourne from America. Yeah. Um, and then they came to to um, Betty's, and I was like, oh, hey, what's up, guys? Blah, blah, blah. And yeah. then I went to talk to them because they wanted, like, recommendations yeah. where to visit. And then the guy came close to my ear, and he was whispering. He's like, yo, you ain't got no black people here. <laughs> and it was just so <laughs> funny. I was like... Yeah. Bro, welcome to welcome Australia. To, welcome welcome huh? to Australia. Um, and I was like, oh, there's a few. But I was like, the the few that you'll see today are the ones you'll see every single day. Because yeah. most of the times, is they either work on the same street. Mm. So, like, when I was working there, I knew I knew people. Like, I don't even know their names. But, like, we're friends. It's just so, 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 hey, what's up? Hey. It's like, oh, every How day you see nice each other. Yeah. That's what I like about Melbourne. Like, there's that close-knit um, family yeah. relationship, like, within, like, the... African community and like black people community. I just say black people because um a lot of black people are not necessarily African. Yeah. Um. Yeah, and like when you see one, it's like, hey, I can relate. Hey. Like, yo, don't but, leave me, sis. Don't leave me, bro. But sometimes you can come across weird people. Yes. 
So, <laughs> the new Leanne in Melbourne came across this guy. I was just walking down the street, just exploring uh, Swanston Street. And I saw this black guy coming towards me. He was like an old guy. And he, he started smiling for me from far. So, obviously, of I'm course. going to smile back at you. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just one of those people. And by the time he's getting like within a meter of me, he stretched his arms Aya. and just <laughs> hugged me. You guys. <laughs> it was so weird. What? It was so weird. He just hugged me and he's like, yeah, you're like the first person I've seen, the first black person I've seen in like two months. And I'm like, wow. wow. <laughs> but why do you need to hug me? You know? Just just say hi. But like he just I guess some people get too comfortable. Yeah. Okay, if you're oh, listening, so. there are boundaries, guys. Yeah, there are boundaries. Don't don't go hugging people. And you know, I used to watch these videos. Um oh I think I was watching this um interview Ch- Chimamanda was doing. Yeah. And then she was talking about how when she was in the States, some some girl was like, Hey hey sis and she's like mm. she got so upset, she's like, No, I'm not your sis. Mm. Hey, that was me. <laughs> I used to be like, Hey, these people calling me sis like I don't know you like that. Yeah. But you live in this society. You understand why people are calling you sis and bro. Because yeah. it's like, you just need to have each other. Mm-hmm. And that's all you've got. You just have each other. Mm-hmm. Uh, for, I can't I can't even explain it further. Like, I'm pretty sure from the previous episodes, you kind of get an idea of what it is. Yeah. But it's more like you have to be in that situation where you're like, guy, there's 10 of us. Yeah. There's like few of us. Um, And you know what I like about like black people in Melbourne is they help men they push each other like even in terms of like businesses gigs like the creative space in Melbourne Mm. is amazing and how like there's that support from each other and like if you remember Fatima by the way she had a gig two weeks ago amazing sold out well (laughs) like she's part of the gig but yeah small (laughs) things like that like getting people who perform like once or twice and it's like giving them platforms to do things huge and stuff like that and even when I see guys who've been on this podcast, I'm like, mm, I know them. Yes. I'm sorry, who? Yeah, yeah. yeah. By the way, we're doing an audiobook with Christopher. Watch out for that. Mm. It's going to be lit, lit, lit. I never say that. Now I've said it, it sounds... I'm just like, mm. Madden 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 it's fine. Um, Yeah, I just got excited. Kidogo. But yeah, what, how did we get here? I, I don't know. Okay, uh, this is always going to happen. Yeah. So just bear with people. us. Oh, I know what I wanted to ask you. Mm. So you're studying politics. Oh. Uh, you... Um. <laughs> 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 is almost crying. Yeah, She's I, like, why, why, why? Do you want to talk about it? Yeah. Or now? I, I, not talk about politics. Yeah, yeah, like, not politics. But like why I'm so not that's, interested. That's, that's, why, that's what I want to talk about. Yeah. Do you want to talk about that? Yeah, I don't okay, mind. Okay, cool. Okay. Tell us. Okay, so um, being in like an A-level school and everyone is going to the UK to do a specific course. I When I was applying for uni, I didn't know what I wanted to do. Like I, I, I tried to look at all these things. For work experience, I went to a law firm and I was like, yeah this is not for me mm-hmm. as in i cannot sit here and do all this shit the whole day so law was out of the window and then the next thing was international relations and since i, I like this whole idea of working working for the un because my dad works for the un and i just felt mm-hmm. like I, I really liked what he was doing yeah going going for field 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 trips and shit like that mm. it sounded interesting to me but like i didn't know there's like 
politics involved. <laughs> <laughs> so I came to uni, I'm studying politics. There was this uh, subject that I did, inter- Introduction to Power, which was a, a, like a fairly good subject mm-hmm. if you wanted to understand like the <laughs> basics of like politics and stuff like that. But like came second semester and I was doing international politics. It's still good, but there was a subject called inter- Introduction to Political Ideas. And this is where they like delved into uh, political theories and like all these political thinkers working as CG for called CG who oh fuck up. okay uh, I was like I do I do understand what these people are saying but like I'm not interested <laughs> <laughs> it's not something I'm actually interested in mm. like I, I actually don't care interesting <laughs> so yeah tell us why you ended up doing politics um just go. Okay, so I did just, you did you I feel like pressure to pressure from my teachers, my parents, mm. and also my peers? Yeah, you know that's that's something important because like yeah. even when I was in high school, like I think I shared the story about like what my teacher told me. I remember sharing that story. It was like the episode with Steph, with Ma, mm. um, and like what my teacher told me, and he's like, "Oh, your friends are gonna leave you behind," and yeah. it's like there's so much pressure to know what you want to do mm. and like it has to be no it doesn't have to be now but like it was always seen as you have to get a proper job what does a proper job look like it has yeah. to be like a blue collar yeah. job yeah um wait is it blue collar or white collar which one's like white collar you know, guys you know what i mean like office jobs and like yeah. impo- important quote-unquote important, important jobs. jobs um and like I remember when I was speaking when I was studying at my course and someone's like, Oh, so what's your profession going to be? Mm. And I'm like, an audio engineer and they're like, No, really, what's your profession? I'm like, that and is a like, profession. Uh, excuse you. <laughs> and like people are so wrapped around the idea of profession, profession. And I was looking at like Kenya, man, we do our doctors and teachers so dirty. Mm. Like yeah. those guys are not being paid. They're always striking and then it's just so sad, like, even lecturers are not being paid. And so when they strike, like, the guys in unis can't get, like, can't, an opportunity yeah. to learn. True. And it's, like, a lot of people also are there because some people really want to do what they want to do. Mm. Some people really don't. Don't, yeah. And so you're giving people no reason to do school. Yeah, yeah. It's, like, why should I go to Uni. University of Nairobi? Yeah. And, like... We're gonna strike in and teach ourselves. A few bits. What yeah. if I invest in myself and start a business and make money instead? Yeah. Other than quote waste my time in school just because the system doesn't work. Doesn't work. But like I do get what you're saying. There's mm. so much pressure to like get get your stuff together, and also some parents really pressure people to do what they think is right mm. for their children. Yeah. And it just ends up killing. Yeah. So kind of okay. So when I was in here. Is it like year 10? In Australia? No, no, no. Sorry. Like year 10 A-levels. Yeah. Yeah, Year 10 is when you get to pick like the subjects that you're going to do for your O-levels and A-levels after. I wanted to take art and DT and my mom looked at me and she's like, are you serious? And I was like, yeah, this is what I want to do because I was actually good at it. Mm. But my mom told me if it's not something that's going to put money on the table, you're not doing it. Mm-hmm. And she, I don't want to speak ill of my mom, yeah. but like she, she made it. She convinced me that is not the right choice for me. I'm not gonna get a job in the future if I take 
those subjects. So I ended up being so discouraged because I felt like I wasn't good enough to actually take those subjects. She didn't feel like I was good enough to take them. And so, yeah, I kind of just like left them hanging. Mm. Like and a lot of that is like influenced also by society and yeah. like oh what what is seen again money mm. thing is if you're in a creative industry you still have to make money yeah, anyway yeah yeah it's probably gonna be harder than doing, doing other things mm. and um especially just because i'm assuming a lot of creatives are gonna put like creativity in before like the idea of getting money um but yeah it is gonna get harder but there are ways to make money off it and everyone has their way of kind of getting there and i think for parents they fear and i saw this also with yeah. my parents it's like i get what you mean like i know it's something that you really want to do mm. but what if it doesn't work out yeah what if you come back and it just doesn't it just doesn't, it doesn't work doesn't out go, yeah or profit. like you get underpaid and mm. like there's always of course you have to think of like contingency plans but there's always that fear for it or not working out if, yeah. and Sometimes it's just like you just have to take a chance with things and just be like, yo, this is it or this is it. Yeah. If it is what it is. But also, again, it's hard sometimes to, because there's, you'd respect your parents, you can't necessarily talk back at your parents. Yeah. And they, and they, they also want the best for you. And you'd yeah. never imagine they would want, they would do something that, or make a decision that wouldn't be good for you. So I just, I, I trust my parents. Mm to make the decisions for me sometimes but i feel like i also need that cause self courage that car car motivation also yeah like i need to believe in myself to be able to stand for what i want and i didn't have that at the time because i was under my parents yeah still i am but like now i can be like there's no. a bit more independence yeah i don't Yo, want to let me tell this. you guys when you move out of home you know you see here people oh, i want to move out of home i was like yeah mm, yeah i'm comfortable <laughs> like i have like i'm just comfortable also the relationship with my mom at the time is as long as you tell me where you are and you tell me beforehand you know african parents you have to give hey. like you have to give um, <laughs> advance notice oh, uh before you go for things but there was just that understanding yeah. before i just want to know like what's going on um, and that worked out well for me. So for me, I didn't have issues at it oh, for wanting to move out. I know my mm. sister really wanted to move out, really wanted to move out, um, which is funny because now I don't think she necessarily feels like it. Mm. But once you're outside of home, it's like, wow, I can think what? for myself. You can think for yourself. Wow. I don't have to be answerable to, cause to also, anyone. There's some things that I always questioned, but I didn't bring it up. <laughs> Because I was afraid, like, the way I'd, it would come out, it would come yeah. out as disrespectful. Yeah. But when you're, hey, when you're outside, it's like, ah, man. can just... Even start thinking of how you'll have these conversations now and they have to... Because sometimes they have to happen at some mm. point. Like, mm. you have to talk about some things eventually. So, yeah. For me, imagine, if, I think if I was still in Kenya, like, if I went to uni in Kenya, I was never going to move out of my parents' house. Me it too. was... <laughs> <laughs> me too like i don't think my mom would let me leave the house like even even um the december holiday i went home and my mom is still not comfortable with mm. me going out she will call me at nine and she's like kochi where are you what are you doing you're with who when are, are you, you coming, coming back yeah are you coming home now and if I tell her I'm coming home in the next hour, best believe it. In the next hour, she'll call me and she'll be like, Bado you need to leave now. She will even send 
like a cab for me or like or like our driver to come and pick me up. Mm. If not, then I don't know what she can do, guy. It's it, it's there's that there's always also I think when I moved here because I was so used to being questionable yeah. and I remember like the first few weeks it's still odd because you're like wow I came back home at this time mm. Mm. I didn't have to be like hey Try, I'm coming yeah. home at yeah. this time it's like it's you also you you can walk around Australia so you at some odd hours Nairobi ni wapi hey you guys imagine I walked from the city one day at night pekeangu up until Ligon Street. And I was like, by the way, if I was in Kenya, would I be able to do this? Where in Where? Kenya? Where? Where? Unless it's, if you're walking inside your estate. <laughs> Where? Where, my friends? Where? Yeah. Hey, nothing. Nothing like that. No story like that. But yeah, it's just, it's interesting living, just living outside of outside home. Outside of, yeah. And just having that independence at the end, experiencing the world. But I think what I've... um. Like I'm talking as if I'm going back tomorrow, <laughs> <laughs> but what I've loved like um in Melbourne is the friends I've been able to make. Like oh, sometimes I look at my friends, I'm like wow, wow. wow. Heaven you know, sent. Um, shout out by the way, shout out to Alfred upon who's to like Alfred upon who's like. First of all, he listens to all the episodes. <laughs> He's like yo, when I come back, <laughs> yeah, we were friends. Like back in back the then. day in high school, <laughs> back and in then the day. <laughs> once we connecting people, I started doing this podcast, and we kind of like started talking again. But I, I, I know I said this as a joke. Oh, you know, kind of like my therapist, mm. as in yeah. the person I speak to. But sometimes, like, um, you know, when you leave and you've left your friends, they're like, "Oh, cool, we'll catch up when you come yeah. back." It's yeah. like I feel like with some of my f- people that are considered friends, or I've seen this also with my other friends relationships like when they moved away and stuff like that mm. is it's like oh we'll take a break um when you come back when you come back we'll, we'll continue. continue yeah and that can really like lacking that support or like yeah. not having those friends there like you don't need to be here um but it's helpful when you have conversations with friends also who mm-hmm. are back home and cuz sometimes even when you're here mm. there's some things you really really find hard to articulate like mm. when you're homesick and you're speaking to an Australian person now just, now they go home they can see their parents yeah, anytime and they're wondering um, what you what, what you actually mean yeah and as much as they homesick, want yeah. they want to understand they really just can't, can't yeah. and sometimes you just want to talk to your friends about I don't know Nairobi or I don't know I don't know what people talk about anymore but when you haven't spoken to someone in a long time which we haven't spoken to <laughs> in a long time and then we rekindle that friendship and we have like good conversations, trivial conversations and like I've been struggling with anxiety for a long time. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah, I know. Oh, but yeah. I didn't want to accept it was anxiety mm. and that's that was actually one of the reasons I was actually away from this podcast cuz like mm. that's w- when I realized like oh my god, I actually I have to accept that I have anxiety. Mm. Mm. And I remember sharing this with one of my other friends. It was actually me and she was like, "Oh, I'm glad you realized it." Yeah. So she noticed, she but noticed, then yeah. like you know, and it's not in your place to say something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but I have like I have social anxiety especially um and it's stupid things like I w- okay, it's not things. It's not that anxiety for at I'll be in a space. I'm looking you, for the exit. Yeah, yeah. Um, but it's things like, oh, sometimes I'm at home, and even if my housemates are there, I just won't rock up to the lounge so area until yeah. they they've left. Yeah, and it's not because I don't want to speak to them. I 
I just can't get myself to be in that yeah, space. Yeah. And I just don't want to be in that space. And I've canceled plans before or I've just been like, oh, I'm sorry, I just can't show up. <laughs> okay, Leanne is making hand signals. Um, I'm just like, this is actually me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and it's because I, I just, like, I have no energy at that point, at that point yeah. and it's, it's not even a matter of energy it's just because i can't get myself to be in a space True. around people mm. and i just want to be by myself and i've been in situations where i'm by myself and people are like oh are you okay are you going through something it's okay you can tell us it's like i'm not going through anything guys i really just I just be enjoy being in my own like, space I just chill with <laughs> yeah. Me. um yeah and like i had to i had to accept that I had anxiety mm. and then start thinking of like the next steps on how to cope with it or deal with anxiety before it gets yeah worse than it is. But yeah, just being able to speak to even someone about someone, it and yeah. feel really comfortable, which you just stand out was Alfred at the time. And it's like, wow. Um, like I didn't even, you know, when you speak to someone, you don't even expect them to say anything. Yeah. It's like, yeah, just yeah, listen. Yeah, just listen. <laughs> it helps. It helps and a lot. those friends can be your friends from, different parts of the world could mm. be your friend that lives next to you could be your family could it could be anyone you just have to find these people and whatever yeah but i'm happy that the friends i've had here also have been good influences good, yeah, like yeah. for me and um it's not just friends for turning up or friends for i don't know i think i've spoken about this before i don't want to be also repetitive but i have good friends like leanne oh, oh. <laughs> actually yeah, now that you've talked about anxiety i feel like for me it gets to a point where life just gets too much you know you have uni you're missing home i i i actually feel like <laughs> i can't i can't handle myself at the same time so i remember there's this time i was just going through so much and i was in a tram and there were these two girls who looked at me and then they laughed and they were probably laughing at CG. I don't know what they were mm. laughing at, but I felt like they were laughing at me. So the um two days ago, I was also not in a good place, and I called my mom, and she's like, you know, sometimes you have to stop focusing on yourself. And I was like, what? If I don't focus on myself, then who am I focusing on? You know, mm. I have to deal with my problems. I can't just ignore them. And she's like, sometimes when you look at yourself, you start feeling sorry for yourself. Like for me, that when when I have a lot of things going on. I'll just focus on me. I'll be like, yeah, I mean, those girls were laughing at something, but yeah. I felt like they were laughing at me. So she's like, sometimes just, you know, just pour out your love to other people. And I love listening to people. I love listening to people's problems. It sounds, <laughs> it sounds a bit funny, but like, yeah. not problems, but I, I really like to, to hear someone out. Yeah. Yeah. And that's really helpful. Yeah. Like, you have friends like Leanne. <laughs> um, but yeah, like, just honestly, when you know living living outside of home i feel because a lot of people who have i guess not lived outside of home what you see is what people choose to yeah, show you yeah and you will see fun snapchats they will be fun mm. you will see fun videos like you don't necessarily get to see it sounds so cliche but mm. you don't you don't get to see like the hard part most of yeah. the times um and it is so difficult like me as I thought, like, you know, I had this whole idea of how my life would look like when I yeah. moved to Australia. Yeah. And it's, a part of it was like that, but not all of it is going to be like that. And it is difficult. Mm. Even for people who've lived out of home for 10 years, 15 years, 20 years, you still talk to them. Yeah. And it's kind of like the same thing. And you, it's because mainly you're outside of home, you're mm. outside of your comfort zone to begin with. 
And then once you start settling in, for a lot of people, it's time to move back. Yeah. <laughs> and also, and then when you move back, again, you're trying to settle, you settle in. in. So you're always yeah. trying to settle somewhere or um, trying to get comfortable in in some sort of way, which is always just messes up with yourself. You and and also, <laughs> man, mental health is important, guys. It is, like, it, also, it, don't ignore stuff, because yeah. that was me. And, yeah. like, I have this habit that I'm trying to stop where I... I convinced myself that uh, <laughs> I convinced myself that whatever I found out is not true, if that makes mm. sense. So, yeah. like, when I had that with anxiety... Denial. I think I spoke about this in that short episode, like, Take Six, before I did this podcast. Like, I really was thinking about what other people think. Mm. But I convinced myself I wasn't. Mm. And then when I realized it, I was also trying to talk myself out of it. Mm. But then I had to be like, yeah, you actually care what people think. And yeah. that's why you haven't been able to put this out. And once I had to, once I dealt with it, it's like, oh, nice. That's like, it, it just, it just makes it so much easier when mm. you get to get things out of the yeah, way. Yeah, um, yeah. I don't know how we got here, but again, this is, this podcast this doesn't is, yeah. have structure. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> if we ever get future sponsors. Yeah. 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 <laughs> future sponsors. I don't know where you are. <laughs> it's Okay. <laughs> Saving lives, I think. But I, I do get what you're saying. I feel like some things are actually kind of normal. I don't know if it's if anyone goes through this, but like I I have I feel like I have esteem issues mm. that I also have been ignoring. Because I can have a conversation with someone and then later on when I go home I'm like, What? What was that? Like I'll start thinking about it too much. What if I said this and they thought this about oh. me? Girl. And I hate it. I hate it so much. And so I tend to avoid talking to people a lot. Mm. So when I'm on campus, I just talk. I'm. I really like talking. <laughs> she does. I can that talk. Bullshit, like she can talk. But I can also talk bullshit for long if I want to. So that's what I tend to do. And I just, I would do that around certain people. Mm. But like I'm never easy opening up to other people. Like, I don't know how to. Yeah, so I'm I'm good at othering other people. Like I'm I'm good at othering. I'm repeating myself. Othering like, is is Liam's dictionary. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you'll find out later. If, if, I find, <laughs> if I find she said it twice. If I find a better way of like othering. explaining it. Like, do you mean like you you tend to choose? Yeah, who I different talk characters to. Yeah. like when you're around mm. different people. Mm. Interesting. Which I like weird. what you said. Like, um, you know how you said, um. When the thing about uh, thinking about what yeah what you said because I used to <laughs> I used to be like that yeah. and I remember one of my friends who I met um, the first time when we met which was on the tram so if you listen to this you know who you are <laughs> um, and then like afterwards like the the second time we met afterwards I was like you know I thought I was really um, awkward at the first meeting yeah. and it's because since that day I was just thinking about that mm. like what I said exactly what you said what I said how mm. I was presenting myself how I came off and he was like oh I didn't get that idea like yeah. I, didn't, I didn't feel like it and I was like really? what? <laughs> and then now I started thinking huh but it's you're just really self conscious yeah. and um yeah you're not the only one I, I guess that's it. what I'm saying I hate it so much I know I'm not the only one okay if I could sing <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, um, it happens. Yeah. It happens a lot, like the whole self conscious thing. Mm. But I guess it's 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 definitely an esteem thing. Mm. Um, 
and for me it stemmed a lot from what other people think again yeah which i had to be like yeah mm. stop it oh, yeah mm. you do care but mm. like oh so what yeah if so they what think that? yeah or so but also the the other thing that i i i guess in terms of anxiety that came came up with me is i know this is gonna sound so strange but like every time i used to walk home at night i used to imagine i, I always think of like the worst scenario always and i don't know if this is an anxiety thing or a normal th- i don't know but this is just di- like i always do it mm. i'd walk home and i'd be like you know what if someone just shot me Should I? <laughs> <laughs> me too oh my god <laughs> oh my god <gasps> i i'm gonna take it to the extreme i will say that i have thought of that but i even started crying i felt so bad i was like what if a car just comes because there was a story of some boy in WA who was uh, run over by, like, a white guy. He was Aboriginal. His name oh, is yeah, Elijah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, Elijah, yeah. And so I started thinking, I'm crossing the road. What if someone just hits me or someone just shoots me, you know? You know, and it, it's something, it actually, let me tell you, it fucks with you so badly. I hate because, it. And, you know, I thought it was a one-day thing, but it became, no, it became yeah. normal. Like, if I'm walking at night at, like, 11... And I see, like, some guys that come, like, what if this what guy if is just, like, just, you black girl yeah. and just shoots? Because, again, these stories exist. Mm. I know a lot of it is in America. But, again, Australia has Mm-mm. its problems, mm. guys. Like, it might not be on your news every day because it's mm. on the States. But Australia has its its distorters. But also, like, yeah, what if someone just looks at me? Because I always say, like, every day when you're walking, regardless of who you are, you fit into someone else's yeah. stereotype. yeah. Yeah, you don't know what that stereotype is. is so yeah. maybe that one day I decide to wear a hoodie, and like look some sort of way. Someone's thinking, mm, whatever they're yes. thinking. Yeah. When my hair's out in an afro, someone's thinking something else. When my hair's braided, it's something else. That and you never know yeah. what the other person's thinking. But to be honest, when all these things are happening around you, and it's like the target is black people, black people. you become paranoid, my friends. Mm. And it's it's normal to be paranoid because these things actually happen. But you just never know if it's gonna be you. You, yeah. And that thing really. It fucks. Uh, with, yeah, it fucks with me. Like I, I hate guys, it. Guys, anyway, so yeah, I, I think of the worst scenarios. So I've walked around thinking, what if someone stabs me? What if someone shoots me? What if what if this? The, I don't know. That just right now, I don't know what I'm gonna think tonight. Yeah, for for me, it becomes so real that I would start tearing. <laughs> like I just, I'm so scared. And you know what's scary? Yeah. You know what I find? I find it so scary sometimes if I walk into a space. And, like, you see someone who looks funny, mm. but they're not even approaching you. Mm. But, like, even if they're being nice, I'm like, I'll just be nice to you because I, I don't know I don't, I don't want, do. yeah, I don't want to get involved with something like, I can't handle hey, or I please. might end up getting hurt. Yeah, and it's even, like, when it comes to even in terms of men um, relationships, not relationships, like mm. romantic relationships, mm. but, like, if I'm in spaces where I'm, like, the only female or these few females or on the tram like i'm always conscious like if i'm going on a tram <laughs> and like there's very few people Get i off. look around and i'm like am i the only female in this tram because yeah. and i never started like i remember when i moved here maybe a few months when i moved here i know of a girl who got raped on a tram what? and the guy was like oh because she was right it was one of those stupid people who are like oh she was asking for it because of what she was right but you can be decently dressed and even first of all wear what you want to wear like this idea of men being like oh uh." and you know the worst part is i realized 
you know before i used to be like oh it's mainly because people are not educated yeah. that's why they say stupid things yeah i had a conversation with someone in this university someone who's pursuing higher education okay <laughs> <laughs> and they were like yeah but sometimes girls like wear some really tight things and like oh and ho 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 ho, oh, ho you're ho. not even ready for hey. this they're like, yeah, sometimes you're in the club. Like, you know how guys come and dance yeah, like, yeah. with you in the club? That's a very bad habit. Shame if I didn't you. ask for it, don't come. Shame like, on you. I'm having a good time. I don't need you to make it. I don't know why you think it's a better experience. It really isn't. At least for yeah. me, it's not. Yeah. But, like, they're like, oh, yeah, sometimes there's some girls who are, like, on the floor and they're, they're twerking. Once your head is on the floor, you're asking for it. And then they start laughing. And I'm like, are you kidding it's, me? It's not funny. This is misogyny. Yeah, it, it is. At its best. It's like, so I can't go to the club and have a good time and dance however I want to just we because dance. you think when I'm twerking, that's I mean, your cue it's for... An, it's an come, invitation. Come, come, come. Like, I don't need you to grind behind me. And that's a habit that I've seen with so many, 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 many male people. <laughs> and it's a bad habit. And if you listen to this and you're used to doing it, please stop. Stop it. Please stop. And they're the same people who will be like, yeah... Rape is wrong. No, no, no. And you're just encouraging rape culture. Yeah, some people... I feel like some people use... Um, I don't know if you've come across this, but, like, some men will only do it instrumentally to feel accepted around female spaces. So if you have, if you have like, a guy friend and you guys are talking about rape and stuff like that, he will be in support of... Uh-huh. Like, he will only say things that you guys want to want hear. Want to hear, okay, I get you. But he, from, like, past experiences, you can actually see that he is not what he claims. I don't know. I don't know if you've come across someone like that, because I have. Okay, I don't, I don't I have, want to say. <laughs> like, a lot of my friends are, like, I have more male friends, I feel, yeah. like, than female friends. That's what I feel. Um, And rec- when I was having this conversation, there's just three guys and it was just me. Mm. But, like, I'm kind of, like, one of the boys. So they always feel comfortable sometimes yeah. to, like, share the girl stories yeah. and scenarios. And, like, a lot of times when they're sharing these things, I'm just like... Oh, we. You know, that is objectifying. Like, I'd say stuff yeah. like that. I'm like, you know, that's objectifying. And they're mm. like, yeah, you stop it with your... Like, and yeah. then they'll be like, no, nah, I'm joking. I'm jo-, But they're not joking. It's not a joke. It's not a joke. Not a joke. And I remember I was doing a film once um, recently... And there was a scene where um I was doing um the sound recording mm. for it. Someone sneezed into uh uh tissues and then there's blood in it. So mm. that's the idea. Mm. And then the guy the guy who was doing it um made a joke, he's like, Haha, I'm on my period and then he joked like to some other mm. guy and they started laughing and I was like Mm-mm. that is not funny. Mm-mm. Yeah. And they were like, Oh, I'm sorry. Then afterwards, the guy, like, he said sorry so many times, and afterwards he came and apologized to me. And I realized this is actually someone who didn't realize how ignorant how he was ignorant, being. Yeah. And he actually, after I said it, he thought about it, and he was like, oh, damn, that was the wrong thing to say. That was horrible. So um, it was disgusting, like, for someone to say something like that. But it's because sometimes we don't think before we talk. Like, we really don't. Yeah. Um, but anyway, he, he learned from it. He was like, oh, he's wrong. Mm. And he sees why he was wrong. I what, didn't even yeah. need to explain anything. But he was like, oh, yeah, I see why it's offensive, blah, blah, mm. blah, blah. He apologized. And even like a week later, he, he apologized again. I'm like, it's fine. Like, you it's, can hold you've, it. you've, at least you've seen like <laughs> yeah, what, what you were doing yeah. and why it's wrong. And you wouldn't do it again. Yeah. So think before you speak, guys. Yeah, true. And also some things we've just made normal in society and like, it's become like the norm. Yeah. Now something like twerking, like that was a justification this guy's gave me, and I'm like, 
why do you think it's normal? Because people like you keep having this conversation and saying things like this. And so, it's true, some girls are happy to do it. Yeah. And I'm like, if, if they're okay with it, fine. But not everyone wants to dance with you That's, at a club. Yeah. Personally, <laughs> if I do not know you, don't come, and don't come behind me to begin with, if anything, come ask me for a dance. Chances are, I'll probably say yes if you ask. But like, yeah. <laughs> also that's tentative. Yeah, I'd rather you ask, and I'm like, okay, nah. Or nah. like, but honestly, I've never had someone come but up and ask me to dance to begin with. Just the two of them. Yeah. No one's ever asked. Yeah, but true. if you did, I'd probably be like, wow, you asked. Wow. Yeah, sure, let's go. Let's dance. <laughs> but are you going to? Is a guy actually going to ask you? Can I grind on you? First of all, <laughs> like, first of all, if you're grinding on someone, why do you have to sexualize dances? But like, some people if we have, just... if we have no, you know, okay, personally, if I don't know you, mm. by the way, sorry, sorry, it's not happening. No, if I know you, okay, listen, I'm not saying like I've never danced with guys yeah. before. I have, first of all, some of them have been my really close friends and it's been hey, within circles. Easy. Um, <laughs> Yeah, don't don't take this out of context. (laughs) Okay, but like, yeah, it's it's because I know who these people are. Like, I know what. Like, I know they have no ill intentions at at least. They have no ill. It's it's people that I'm comfortable with, and Mm. I know, and I'm usually really um, cautious. And when people are really touchy Mm. in sexual ways, Mm. like that's just me, and generally with men, and that's something I'm really sensitive with. Yeah. So like, if someone's like getting too comfortable, and I have no idea who you are, I just be like, yo, chill. And especially when they become aggressive about it. Yeah. If I say no twice, it's like, okay, dude, no. Yeah. No. N O. And then, you know what I hate when Mm. you go out and it's like someone's trying to. I've, I've, there's one time I went out and I remember I was walking and then someone held my hand yeah. and was trying to pull me back and mm. I was like yo what's hey. up yeah. and they're like oh I want to talk to you I'm like okay cool okay, I'm going talk. to the bathroom I'll come back yeah. like and he's like no nah, I want to talk to you now I'm like dude I'm I'm literally going to the bathroom if you want to mm. follow me and wait outside fine that's come. what I even said <laughs> and it's like nah just stay and I'm like let go of me mm. like you just ruined it. I probably would have gone and come back and had this conversation with yeah. you, whatever this conversation is going to be about. Yeah, yeah. But, like, when you become too aggressive, I don't owe you a conversation. Mm. I don't owe you it. I owe you nothing. If I say no, if anything, you should just be like, yeah, what's up? It's okay. Yeah. But these days, people are being cautious because consent. Yeah. Eh? Consent. Hey, you guys have <laughs> embedded in my head, no matter how drunk I am, if I end up dancing with you, <laughs> And then we're leaving the club. We'll get to the door and I'll be like, I'm not going. Hi-ya, hi-ya, <laughs> and I will man, say, cautious. no. And I'm so happy. Like, it's if, if, if that's what it takes yeah. for for men to be more accountable for their behavior, let mm. it happen. Yeah. I had like this a consent, consent app. I don't know if it's true, if it's not, but I had it. You better get it. But whoever created it or whoever is thinking of doing it, that's a good idea. You should probably do it. Thank you. Yeah. And you can have like signatures or something. I don't know how it works. <laughs> how it works. <laughs> it means f- fingerprints. Fingerprints. I don't no, know. But, oh, yeah. That'd be yeah, cool, though. Yeah. Web developers. But she might be unlocking your phone and then it says yes with your fingerprint. Uh, I don't know. Oh, your yeah. device some amazing <laughs> things. That's not my field, yeah. but like, I think yeah. the idea is pretty cool. Mm. I don't even know how we got to speaking to about men Content. and how men are. Oh, I had a conversation with someone about how men are trash. Um, but. It was very brief, but it was like, um, oh, do you think men are trash? Nah. I don't know about this men are trash thing. I I don't know. I it's, think like it's like women are trash too. 
you can't no, no, you can't, no. okay, can't put everyone that, in yeah one, you can't put everyone in the same in car basket. yeah if someone is trash it's them yeah yeah if it's a majority unfortunately but so, like and then i feel like it says a lot okay i don't want to speak on someone's behalf on someone's behalf but like the people you also interact with the men you ah I'm not going to say it. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. I just remembered something. Um, it's going to come out. Someone sent me a friend request. Uh, I'm just trying to pull up the photo. I took a screenshot because this was disgusting, but it was just so... F- <laughs> it's something that I know happens because it happened. And I just couldn't wrap my head around it. So just give me a sec to find the photo. Where you at, dude? Where you at? Where you at? Where you at? Uh. Mm-hmm. Aye. I thought you Okay, cool. Found it. Okay, so you guys will be able to see a photo, but I just showed it to Leanne. Um, Hello, ladies. Okay, yeah. <laughs> so that guy is... Um, what? I know. I'll just speed it out for like everyone else to um, get the context. So this guy is... Um, he sent me a friend request. We have zero mutual friends yeah. to begin with. And this is his caption on his profile picture. Because I didn't know mm. him. And I was like, yeah. oh, I don't... Have no idea why. I usually just get curious to see how do you find someone when you have zero mutual friends. Like I don't know how that happens, so I got curious. And so his caption on his um, profile picture was, "Hello, ladies. I'm looking for a serious African lady for serious relationship. I don't mind the age because age is just a number. (laughs) If you're single, (laughs) feel free to inbox me." So I assumed (laughs) um, this is the reason why this guy sent me a friend request. Yeah. And like I said, I don't mind age because age is just a number. And then on one of his posts, it was a photo of him and his son. And he's mm. like, I don't remember his son's name, but he was like, oh, can't wait to meet, like the son can't wait to meet his stepmom. Mm. Um, <laughs> yeah, mm. that was my reaction. I'm just like, mm, mm. Mm, have mm. you seen, there was, there was a guy who posted a photo of himself on Kilimani something moms. Kilimani moms. Yeah. And kind of the same thing and the amount of inboxes he got was he white yes he was white yeah oh that's one thing i didn't point out this guy is white he's white was and everyone is just like what what's what's it with white guys like you know what it is it's called colorism okay yeah so i'll just briefly speak on this and i was having this conversation with a few of my friends yesterday and I was trying to get them to understand. They were black also, by the way. <laughs> so the thing is, we aspire, like we've we've grown, um, we've grown in a society, especially if you're raised in, in Africa. Mm. First of all, I feel like colorism is a, the biggest problem in Africa than mm. it is outside of outside, it. yeah. And we've been we've we were colonized, and we we're still living in that colonized mindset where white people are better than black people. And mm. so we identify being lighter skinned or anything close. The closest thing to white is better. Yeah. And that's why we have things like light skinned girls seeming to be more attractive to like boys mm. seeing what what light skinned girls being more attractive mm. and black girls wanting to bleach their skin so they can be lighter so that mm. they can be more attractive. Um, and that's that's a color problem. And also you can see in small things like even darker skinned Africans being like haha to really dark to really dark yeah africans and you know i noticed like i saw this especially when i was growing up and it's something i've been really thinking about like how we we make fun like we make jokes which are not jokes but they're very um 
calories deeply if rooted, that's a word yeah, in deeply calories, rooted in calories in. Yeah. and it's things like why wow, you're so you're so you're so black blue black yeah blue black and that's a thing that's a and it shouldn't be funny yeah but like when we were growing up that was it a was joke hilarious. like that's actually something funny mchongano, mchongano. what what do you even call mchongano in english Te- teasing i guess yeah and there was this mchongano of teasing. there's ati, another word for it ati ama oh ukienda kununua siji what they say ebuni pay gunia maka can you imagine regardless back to the story of like this white guy mm. um yeah it's so we aspire for the next best thing and the next best thing is the next closest thing yeah. to light skin and that's why like an indian person is seen As to better. be at a better position in this is i'm i'm using the context of kenya been, yeah than the black person mm. and like you'd go to restaurants at cafe i'm gonna blast you because this has happened to me and you go to restaurants and people will decide to serve like white people, white people or like indian Indians people first asian asians generally first mm. because they think they'll get a better tip from those people you know what i won't give you the tip if you do that because either way i see what you're doing it's mm. like oh cool you don't think i can give you a tip i won't tip you mm. if you give me good service i will tip you by the way tipping is not a big deal in kenya mm. so that's probably why they think oh if i go to a white person because they're used to tipping in their countries they get a tip yeah usually from my experience i've seen if you if you serve people well You'll get a good you. tip, yeah. So, um, in this case of this b- black man, like I was looking through the comments also. Yeah. Surprisingly, a lot of women are like, "Oh, good luck," blah blah blah. Yeah. But I noticed all of the names are Kenyan, so I assumed he's either living in Kenya or, or he's been to Kenya, Kenya or like because like all the names seemingly were Kenyan, Kenyan yeah. and also that's probably how he decided to send me a friend request. Yeah. Then he was Kenyan. like, "Age, age is not a number." So for me, this looked like a fetish. It is a fetish. Because why are you so particular about an African woman? woman. Yeah. And I don't know if I spoke about this here, about the... F- I did when Steph was here, I think. About the whole fetishizing thing mm. and how we... Fetishes are interesting. It's I, an interesting was, topic. I don't yeah. want to speak too much about it also because yeah. I don't know too much about... I haven't researched enough to yeah. like have a conversation around it, but I never experienced it, me and it's too. really uncomfortable. And it, it's it's you feel I feel like it made me feel less lesser of myself. Yes, being it does. Because I f- I felt like whoever was interested in me was just because I'm black. It was because, and I'm an African woman, and apparently I fit into the stereotype of what an African because this is. guy, hey, this guy told me he's looking for an African wife, and how old was I? Two years ago, tell us. <laughs> I was eighteen. Okay, yeah, I was okay. Legal, yes, but like eighteen, Still, and you're yeah. telling me you're looking for an African wife. I was those Christian kids, you know. I was I didn't drink at the time, so he knew I didn't drink. He knew I was a Where very. Where's he from? He's from the US. Hey, I don't want to say too much. <laughs> <laughs> It's fine, from it's fine. The, from the US. And my cousins are the ones who hooked me up with him. And they told me this guy is a Christian. Even him, he's he's really looking. 
he's looking to become yeah very serious with his face and hey face faith and stuff but like i just i felt like he only saw stereotype he only saw color yeah now people say oh i don't see color but people who say that actually see color <laughs> how how did you notice there was color if Let's you didn't even get it. into this color conversation oh actually guess what this is a color, <laughs> is a color. color conversation <laughs> um yeah but the thing with yeah fetishizing is just like some don't do it it's ridiculous like it. i get it like people have random fetishes like oh i like i don't know whatever you like those those fetishes my chicken seasoned just <laughs> When it comes to degrading someone or like cuz you know what it is when you look at someone's skin color and you're like yo I mm, yeah. I just like it cuz of I just want to experience with this well my experience with the fetish that I had was same like it was mm. just cuz of color and it's like oh so you actually don't want to know me yeah. you're just like keen to figure out what this what color is this color and can thing, do I've said for this you. before and I'll say it again I told the guy you know what my body and the white girl's body exactly same thing mm. different skin tone different skin tone Delicious. i don't know what this rumors you know that's the thing i really want to find out mm. what these guys are looking for when yeah, they're like when i want an african, an african woman. woman what is it What's about so this different? woman that you want i know we're beautiful but what is it about this woman <laughs> that you really want that that you're it's trying so to find yeah. it's just a paradox for me uh, paradox is not mm. even the word. That's the wrong word to use. I don't know. It's a malacanandrum. Ooh. I dropped way, it. Way, way, way. Yeah, I learned that from uh, James Baldwin's speech. Yeah. He's amazing. Yeah. He is amazing. I think amazing. I'm Amazing. I've read some of his papers. Oh, uh, you should read James Baldwin books. Mm. Actually, that really helped me understand, like... Colorism. Um, colorism a lot and racism. And Colonialism. How, how, how racism works and how... What's the difference of racism and prejudice? Yeah. Because there is a difference. And yeah. that's why people say, when people say black people cannot be racist, mm, it's because of that understanding yeah. of what prejudice is and mm. what racism is. I won't even get into that conversation now. But um, yeah, well. They interview you. <laughs> <laughs> well, guys, um, thank you for listening. Whoa. This sounds like a radio um, advertisement. We when do not we have, have sponsors. But I want to thank um, <laughs> Thanks Leanne for coming well, And for having this conversation with me Today's conversation was really everywhere In comparison to all the rest mm. But guess what I'm pretty sure you'll enjoy it <laughs> If you don't, it's fine <laughs> We're back um, This is beauty Feel the same stress also I have a lot of things to do um, next week <laughs> Yes, God is great God is great um, in all seriousness, Thank you guys for listening And I'll be posting more episodes, so yeah, there you go. Thanks, guys. Watch this space. Bye, you guys. Quahesh.